Love Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome once again to Free on the Inside Ministry. I'm your ministry host, uh, Minister Joel Lewis. Good morning to you. Welcome once again. Oh, I am so excited. I'm trying to be calm and collected, but I am oh, I am jumping with joy. I am overjoyed about things that's going on today. You know, uh, we uh, we just come up on an election time, and it's like a big cloud of a dark cloud has been lifted over the country. At least on my half it has been. I pray it on yours too, because those things that we were facing for the last several years, man. Guess what? We got some clarity on those things. We decided with one voice and one heart to stop this madness. Oh, man, I'm afraid that you you wanted to stop it, too, because, you know, people talk about, well, we're making money. We, uh, you know, so, some of us is doing well at such a time as this. It's okay, and I'm glad you are doing well, but what about those that are less fortunate? What about those that are that's laying flat on a bed of affliction, those that are uh, uh, incarcerated, those that are sick, those that are homeless. Man, you know, you ain't in this by yourself. Because guess what? All those that have been mar- demarginalized, all those that are left out, you're, you're held responsible for that. You're, you're uh, uh, let me put it this way, you are uh, accountable to your brother's need. We ought to have love for one another and look out for your brother. So if my brother's hungry and I have plenty of food, you know, it's ungodly for me not to help them. If my brother is sick and I have the medicine or the cure for them and I'm not sharing that with them, it, man, that's ungodly. So I pray that what we've done in the elected, in our election, it makes a difference in the lives of, of a community, of a country, makes a difference in your life. And I would like to uh, continue this line of conversation with some uh, uh, call-in uh, call people if you'd uh, love to. A call-in number is 310 Nine eight two forty one twenty six. You two can call in and and voice your opinion. We're heading for a great time this morning. I'm just sitting up relaxing, listening to some nice jazz. Uh, and so I pray that you have been blessed by what's been going on this week. And we have our uh, co-host on the line this morning, and we're gonna bring him in again. That call-in number is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Then we're gonna bring uh, Brother Daniel in here, and we're gonna just uh, uh, share. What's going on? You know, this is a year of Thanksgiving, and I'm so thankful for what God has been doing in my life. And I pray you have some, a reason to be thankful also. So the next one I sure here will be Mr. Daniel. Good morning, Ricky. You on the net? Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you. How you doing, Rum Lewis? Well, I'm, I'm doing great. Welcome, welcome. Man, you know what? I was telling the audience that I got a little bit overexcited, man. But I am so excited about what's going on, man. With the election, with just a just a uh, just a dark cloud that been lifted up, man, been lifted off of off of society as a whole. That don't mean things are gonna change, but there's a burden that's that's a shifting, man. I'm gonna put it that way. That's a shifting, you know. Yeah. And we pray that that, that we'll uh, uh, that we be able to uh, gleam off that shifting, and we be able to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a new set of. Uh... Leaders, you know, we're gonna get a new set of leaders and some more people with some more capable minds in order to try to, you know, lead the country back into uh, uh, being one of the respected countries in in the in the world, you know, and and that's one thing I think that's what we lost in the past four years. We lost the respect of, of these different countries and these leaders and. And, you know, a lot of people watch us, man. You know, just like we used to watch the guys on the TV, the people at these other countries where you see them fighting and throwing sticks at each other and throwing balls. Well, they looked up and they started looking at, oh, all these American people, they call themselves being civilized, but they're heathens too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that is so true, that brother Dave. And, you know, we have to look within ourselves and say, hey, wait a minute, something going on here. Something. We need to correct this wrongness. You know, I was scheduled to take a trip overseas this year here, and because of what happened, man, with the coronavirus, because of what happened, I was unable to uh, 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 take my trip. So I want to be very mindful that things got to change. I want to be very mindful that there's a shifting going on, and we want to be a part of that shifting.
now, 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 Brother Daniel, now, as we think about how good things have been to us, you know, we're up on this time of the year where it's Thanksgiving coming up in another week or so, brother, and we have a reason to be thankful, not because of the political climate or the environment in, but just because of life itself. You know, and, and that's what, give me a reason just to think about how good God has been. And then we got a, a call on the line here. We're going to bring them in right quick. Good morning, caller. you on the net. Good morning, caller. We lost our caller here. We we lost our line here. So, but we're, oh, we're, we're gonna bring it right on back here. Amy. But I want you to just re, be very mindful that we do have a right and we do have a reason to be thankful and to be happy about what God is doing in our life. Amen. And so, what we want to do is we're going to continue with our program. We're going to continue with the uh, with what's going on today. Amen. So, uh, Brother Daniel's on the line this morning here. Yeah. Uh, hold up, Brother Lewis. I'm sorry about the interference with what happened. You still talking? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I had. I, I mean, here I my car get looked at. No, the guy gave me a bad, a bad uh, kind of diagnosis on my car. I'm kind of, <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying, you look at things and you look at a positive thing, you always want to be positive about things when you're in into it, but you can always be kind of have to have this uh, ability to realize that some things are going to look good at first, but later on anything's possible in life. You know what I'm saying? Anything can come up, but then again, you got to still ride with the tide. You know what I'm saying, Brother Lewis? You still got to ride with the problems that you got around you no matter, because God never said that the world was going to be perfect. You know? And mm-hmm. that is, so, you know, brother Day, I was just sharing five of you getting off the line a while ago. That this is a reason to be thankful. We come up on the, up on our, our holiday that's been set aside for the whole nation uh, to be a reason to be thankful, man. And you know, we as a culture, as a group of people, we have a reason to be thankful each and every day. But most of all, I look back over the last uh, 10, 11 months, man, I have a reason to be thankful that I'm still here, man. I still have a roof over my head. And that goes without saying, man, I still have food on my table. I'm so grateful for that, but I also have my family and I have my peace of mind. You know, I thought I was going to lose it there for a while. I thought it was going to fall short. Mm-hmm. But yet, God is still able, Brother Daniel. And so tell me, sir, mm-hmm. now, what are you uh, uh, thankful for this year? Well, I'm just thankful God has you know, allowed me to be here today and be healthy and have my strength and have my mind and I'm still able to do some of the things that I used to do when I was young, and and uh, you know he just given me the ability. He just gave me the ability to be here, and 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 like I'm saying, I'm riding with whatever problems life bring on. You know what I'm saying? We had one problem last week when we please had all leave your message on. for. Hello, hello. You know, Brother Daniel, as you were saying how uh, how thankful you are. We have Hello. a call on the line here. You see it all? You yeah. see it Good morning, you spent some words on Blog Talk Radio. This how you brother doing? Brother Daniel again, how you doing? I'm doing great. We have a call on the line here, Brother Daniel. We're going to bring them in here. Good morning, you on Blog okay. Talk Radio, Minister Lewis. 6674. Well, God bless you. Thank you for listening to the program, and you be blessed. Remember now, we all have a reason to be thankful because God has been so good to us. Amen. But we're here to just encourage each other on this Blog Talk Radio, a program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be in Christ Jesus and help someone along the way. So just stay just stay uh, on the line here and just listen to this conversation. Have Brother Daniel on the line. All right, y'all, Brother Daniel. Yeah, man, like I was saying before I got interrupted, you know, life, man, throws a lot of, you know, changes to you. Every day is not the same. 
every all the every day seems to be a new obstacle you gotta try to jump over every day. And for the last four years we've been having a lot of problems what's happening with our country. You know, a lot of social unrest, uh people uh getting mad at the police and we got a, a leader that basically didn't wanna try to help us out and side with a problem that we having that on you know the people of the country which you know, we all have Hispanic people in our country. We got uh, black people. We got all nations and nationality of people. And basically, we have to have somebody really to uh, uh, attest to our needs because we're the working people. We don't want to supply all the workload to the people and you know, so they can have money to live in nice homes and nice cars. And You know what I'm saying? And and, and and we seem like we're not getting our needs met or get or get recognized. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a, I'll put it like this. It's just like a lady was telling me last week, it's just like a stepfather. You do everything to try to keep your your stepfather happy with you and try to uh, let him notice you and let him you know, nourish you and tell you. But at the same time, all you get is just, you're not none of my son or you're not none of my daughter or, because you somebody else's, you know what I'm saying? And you, and it seems like nobody never seems to feel your needs, you know? Nobody never sees your problems that we have, you know? And basically one of the main problems we're having in our country is that there seems to be a, a, a thing about us getting recognized as being a people that, needs to have their needs represented by people that we elect in these offices every year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, stuff like gun control. We see people getting killed all the time with these weapons and these guns. You know, the police stopping us and shooting our youngsters every other week, you know, uh, working on a job that basically you seem like you work for one week at a time. You're not making enough money in order to pay your rent and buy a car or even pay a nice place to live. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's happening with us. You know, you know, uh, there needs to be some kind of way we can basically uh, have a place that we can all have a way to vent. Uh, I'll tell you a good example. You know when they had those debates last week? Yeah, go ahead, brother. You remember when they had the debates last week? Yeah, they were asking, uh, uh, they were asking Trump, and they asking Biden certain questions. Okay, now, who picked those questions for those men to answer? Y'all are just people in high offices, or just was that the people that the common people really wanted to know? You know what I'm saying? So did you, you, did uh, you really agree uh, on some of the questions that the people that they was asking these people? Okay, you didn't like some of the questions that were been asked, and you know that's why we that's why we have to have elected officials. That's why we need to be involved in government and politics and things, so we can get the genesis of it, and they can t- address some things to the common man. I feel you on that, brother Daniel. I feel you about that because sometimes they talk about something like that's to me, not seem like to me, seem like to me, brother Lewis, seem like to me, seem like to me. Those questions were pre pre set up. To not defend nobody, but just the basis of the, just to go through the basics of the just the campaign uh, uh, issues. You know, and, but it's, they go even deeper than what some of those questions they was asked them. I mean, I'm all one for global global uh, 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 global suppressing uh, uh, helping the environment and and, and gun. But the main reason, one of the main problems we have in this country. Is that people are basically killing each other every day with guns? It seems like this is the biggest thing you know, we have in our country. It's violence. Listen, during that debate, some of the issues were brought up, but the candidate is not talking about those issues. They kind of skirt around those things, and that's why it comes down to having those town hall meetings, those little settings there, so you can really get a big picture. Because you catch a, a person that doesn't want to talk about it, they'll just uh, you know uh, talk about something else. That's one thing I noticed in the debates, mm-hmm. and as you were talking about, you you brought up some valid points there. But a lot of times, people are just discussing what they want to discuss, and we all said, "No, nah, we can't do this here." We all just Hey, you got these main points. You need to stick to these points. But you have someone that's undisciplined, like our president, 
of other candidates that's not disciplined and don't have a, a answer for the questions that are being presented. And you're never going to get a clear answer on that, man. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we, as a as a society, have decided that, hey, we don't want to go through this again. We want to change our directions and, and what's going on. And you know how we did it? By coming together. And I, I'm so glad that, you know, uh, you know, during that election, uh, during the election, they said we're going to be riots and protests and all that. None of those things uh, developed, man. I am so glad that people were disciplined to say, hey, we're going to let this thing play out. Whether you voted for one man or voted for another, you know, it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be considered with society. You know, people were saying that, hey, all chaos is going to break out and, and calamity and mishaps and stuff, and none of those things happen. Why? Because we had a made-up mind that we wanted to uh, the, uh, the change directions. And I always, I'm thinking about that, too, changing direction. You know, Brother David, sometimes in our life we've gone one way and one way only instead of wanting to change direction. Yes, we're hitting our head up against the wall. Yes, we could do something different, but we've been stubborn. We've been foolish. We don't want to change directions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, once you find out that you're going in the wrong direction, what you call yourself doing, you turn around and go back. That's called repentance. You know, that's repentance in the Bible, in a biblical term. Hey, I'm sorry. I, I messed this thing up. Please forgive me. Give me another chance. And, you know, and, and that's what I wanted to talk about to, uh, at this here setting, about having another chance. You know, as we think about how good God been to us and we think about Thanksgiving and we think about being reasonably thankful, we messed a lot of stuff up along the way. I did. I didn't quite do things right. But I thank God for allowing me to be here today for another day, for another opportunity to get this thing right here. You, do you, you, do you feel me now, Brother Daniel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, in the next four years, we're going to have to see basically what's happening. And, and, and as far as I've been seeing now, uh, Mr. Biden seems to be getting his cabinet and stuff together. And he, he has a lot of more... Uh, I think capable people in helping him and surrounding him by this way Mr. Trump did with uh, these people, most of the family members and, and business people that he was associated with uh, and that basically had no kind of connection with some of the problems and stuff that he was pointing to them for doing these jobs. And then later on when he got mad at him, he fired him. You know what I'm saying? Because number one, they wasn't a good choice to start from. You know, you could say like he was trying to run America like it was a business, which, you know, true, it is a business, and America is a business country. We all basically live off of commerce. America, and that's one thing what's happening right now with the pandemic, that most people are afraid of closing down their stores, their homehouses, and in their homes, standing in homes because they have to have money coming in every week and every month in order to pay the bills that never seem to stop. You know what I'm saying? Just because, you, you know, you're not working, the bills go on, Ram Lewis. You, you ought to contest to that, you know. If you're yeah, not yeah, making so. income every every week, you know, these bill collectors and stuff, they won't understand that, that man, you know, I don't have my rent today. Well, uh, what can you do for me? People still charging me interest, you know. So so yeah. it's, it has to be some kind of way mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I was listening to the news this morning, Reverend Lewis. You know, one of his advisors they got right now on the radio. She said that we're not going to shut down the country anymore. You know, they say she said that it was like we started off because this noble they call it a noble. That name means new noble virus. It was a new virus that never was known to mankind. And basically, we didn't have no kind of idea of what it do to you, how it was spread, how long it stayed on you. And so, basically, everybody was in panic. You know what I'm saying? We panicked. I'm not saying we panicked, but it was a safety precaution because, because we had to close down and shut down everything because number one thing, and that's the number one issue, People are dying, Reverend Lewis. People are dying. They're getting yep. sick. But if you look at it, you count out 
there's over 200 and I think 250 and probably plus. That's the last count I counted at. 250 plus thousand people died in America from this virus. That's almost a half a million people, right? Yeah. It yeah. might be a little bit more now. And the figures might be like, I'm just contesting. People that uh, they didn't know how to uh, interact with this virus. We followed the leads of our health providers. And people, the scientists, we would be a further along than this here. I believe in science, brother. You know, I get sick. I go to the doctor, and I try to follow my doctor's instructions. I don't go and tell my doctor, hey, you don't know what you're talking about, because I put my trust in my figure. Now, some of them may not uh, give us a proper diagnosis. That's why you get a second opinion. If we as a country mm-hmm. would have followed the first advice from our health provider, we would yes, we would have to shut down a few things, but, yeah, we could have kept things open, and things would have been more, uh, uh, we will progress a lot better now. Because now we almost start from scratch. Uh, from uh, it's a year now. We almost got to start over. Doing the first things first, which is setting things, which is stopping things for a moment. Some things don't need to be open right now. Where people are gathering in large, in, in, in larger volumes and not being mindful of other people around them and things right now. And so it's kind mm-hmm. of a. Kind of a gray area that talking about shutting things down. We don't want to just shut things down all together, but some things need to be put on hold, a temporary uh, a stop. So, so what do you think? Uh, what, what do you think needs to be shut down, uh, Reverend Lewis? What do you think the first thing of this transmission or this virus is, is is being basically basically really transmitted through? What what this is things of life we really don't need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? As a frontline person, listen to me. I work at on the front line. So I get to see the things firsthand. And something that need to be shut down or disengaged in is large groups of people migrating together. Large group of people that's just not a bit mindful of uh, of their surroundings. That's one thing about it, brother. We can't do a large group of people. I, I, I see it firsthand. Whenever a group of people get together, something happens. And it's okay to be in small groups and scattered and things of that nature. That's based on my experience now. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you get a large group of people that's uh, uh, that's getting together, so, someone so you would say together. something like uh, something like a nightclub, clubs, or there's a lot of people mingling around each other, and you got about five. I would say about 100 people in one spot like that. And, you know, these club settings, a lot of people going around and they're drinking beer and, you know, stuff like that. And we know these guys that own these clubs and, and restaurants and stuff like that, they need they need capital. They need people to come in for them to, like, like I'm going back saying again, they have notes on these buildings. They have to pay rent too, you know. And that's one of the main things. What what's what it's all about? You know, we stopping something, but they still have to pay the landlords. You know, yeah. Like I was saying, large groups of people. Now you can still have these clubs and, and things, but you can't have a lot of people. And people have to be able to be able to manage their surroundings and to manage their environment. Uh-huh. Which, yeah, you can still do it. You still go out to them. A lunch and dinner and things of that nature, but you don't want to be migrating at a large group of people. Now, now that's why I'm saying you ain't got to shut everything down, but you got to cut back and and stifle the quantity of people that's being gathered. Based on my opinion, now, now you can't. Now, how about the football be, games? How would you say about sports I, venues and stuff like that? You know, like they were talking about how they thinking about how to stop uh, high school football and sports places because the parents wasn't taking uh, precautions and wearing face masks and stuff because they get all excited when they see their son making a touchdown and you run out and they got don't have face coverings on. And then when you tell them and talk to them, they get offended. And, you know, you know uh, I'm American. I get to do what I want to do. I, you know, and, and, and what is the use of you being an American when you're making other people sick around you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then you uh, face the same thing I face every day. Again, I'm, I'm going to ask you that question. What do you think? Because, you know, uh, we all have our uh, uh, opinion, and we all have been exposed to it. I haven't been living a hermit life. I've been going out and mixing around with people, but I'm also mindful of my environment. Now, what about you? Are you thinking it's uh, okay? Or what do you think about the shutdown and closing of uh, the uh, uh, going to social gathering and events and things of that nature? 
I think I think things that really are needed shouldn't be should be closed down, Reverend Lewis. You know what I'm saying? Things that really don't don't have to be. I know people are tired of being locked down. They're tired of being in the house. You know what I'm saying? They they're getting bored and people want to show off their new clothes and their new shoes and you know and all this and show off their new hairstyles and stuff like that. But it's time for people to be responsible to understand that, you know, this cause you get sick and it's not gonna affect you. Well, we got other people, other family members. I, I was listening and I, I read that one person went to somebody's house and it made about 10 family members sick. Uh, 10 or 15 members. D.L. Hughley was on, on TV yesterday when he said he got sick. He made his family members sick. He made his son sick. And he basically, he you know, and he kind of regretted he did this. And it was a lucky thing that his son was a young person. He basically didn't hurt it, hurt him. But then again, you might not have that way to, to make somebody sick because they're young. You know, it could be somebody's grandfather, granddaddy, uh, uh, grandmama, you know. Right. I understand what you're saying. Again, then again, I'm asking the question, that what do you think that places ought to be still opening up the business? And now you were saying earlier, hey, businesses got to continue to pay their bills. They got to continue to uh, work in the com- uh, in the commerce area of society. Now, you can't have it both ways now. We know that people are getting sick, grouping, and, and, and large population, but yet we – so, uh, how long do you think? What do you think that should be done? How long do you think it'll be before we can have a really uh, 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 a responsible vaccine that will basically halt the transmission of this virus from the people? Well, this is a large country. How long? And everyone can't get the vaccine at one time, so there's going to be a, a delay there. There's going to be. Uh, some gaps there. So it's going to be pretty well to about mid-year if they actually start out at the first of the year because there's, right. a, uh, right. there's a lot of structure and things have to be put in place. And and, uh, and I would say if provided they got a vaccine. But until then, we have to take care of ourselves because the vaccine may, uh, uh, may not be available for, say, uh, 11 months from now. They got it out there but just can't keep enough, enough in, on hand. Until then, we got to continue to live. So, I mean, you got to continue to take care of yourself. You got to be mindful of your surroundings. And, uh, you, you know, and it's also pillar on how comfortable you are. If you go places and you see a lot of people, then maybe you should back out. And, you know, maybe you should not go to those type of places. Now, but I think, but I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. You know, I've been, I call myself being a good shit. I try to eat right, try to get enough sleep and stuff. But I'm, I'm not taking any chances because this is a very so and devastating disease and virus that we are facing. It, it's, it have a lingering effect on you, not only till you get it, but after you got the virus for a while. It's a slow recovery period for it. I know some people that have recovered from it, but it took several months. It took a, it took a, lot, a lot of, it was long days and a lot of sleepless nights. So we need to be very mindful. Until, in the meantime, while you're sick and trying to recover, you still have to pay your bills. You still have to be mindful of your family and friends. And you don't want to be contagious. Do you see what I'm saying? And, you know, as we're discussing this here, we are, we're kind of floating around on various topics and things here. We were just talking about the plight of the country. We just come up off an election, and, and we pray that your candidate won. We pray that you that you got out of you. Uh, uh, you uh, lend your voice to the situation. We pray that way things are going for you right now as well, and that your family is being comfort and 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 secure. And as we think about how good things have been to us, we only because of God. We think about how things could be, but God. You know, uh, I think about Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving comes up in a couple of weeks here, so you have a reason to be thankful for health and strength. Finances. It may not be what you want, but you got something to work with, you know. Uh, and, and so we have no reason to feel slighted or feel like that we missed out on anything. Because I want to tell you, 
from personal and practical experience that the best is yet to come. I think so much of how Jesus it was said in the book of Luke, it said, let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe in me also, for I go to prepare a place for you. And you know, and we and we know that that place is a heavenly place. That place is where our heavenly Father abode with his uh, with his Father God. But we pray, uh, but we know that this place could be right here on earth with us too. Christ wants us to live that abundant life here on earth. You know, the scripture said, "Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." He wants to pull. The, the precepts and the, and the principles of heaven down here on earth and let his will be done in his life. What is God's will? That we to love God with all our heart and our soul and our mind and we to love our brothers as ourselves. You know, and, and, you know, and that's a mouthful right there. How do you get to love your brother when you see that he doesn't seem to love you or even want to love himself? That's a challenge right there. But you don't do it in your own power, in your own might. You do it through the Holy Spirit, which is given to all those that believe. You know, the Scripture said first to the Jews and then to the Gentiles. So we were grafted in. We were drafted in. We was called into the game. We were called into into the relationship with our Heavenly Father. You know, and as you think about how good God has been, you can't do it but say, thank you, Jesus, thank you. I think so much is how in the book of Psalms, when the Psalms said that I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. I love the Lord, for he heard my cry for mercy. I love the Lord for all the days of my life. You know, we have a Savior, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He not only hears us and have pity on us, but he also delivers us. You know, I think so much of that. I try to deliver myself. You ever try to deliver yourself? And guess what? It don't work. I try to get myself out of things. You know, I say, well, if I quit doing this, things will work out. If I quit going there, things will work out. But once I realized that those things didn't work out, I had to let go and let God. God, I need you to intervene on my behalf. I need you to straighten my these things that's crooked in my life. I need you to put me on a right path. The Lord, don't let me go to the left. Don't let me go to the right. But keep me in your will. Let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, I want to live that abundant life. Not the life that gives me the money and the fame and the riches and the notoriety, but that life that's pleasing you. That life that said that I'm free on the inside. No more chains are holding me. A life that says, for Christ I live and for Christ I die. Not so much as a physical death, you know. But a lot of times we could be, we could, we could die to um, criticism. Don't let me die to criticism, dear Lord, because I'm serving you and people are going to talk about me. Don't let me die for lack of understanding, Lord, that I don't understand why this thing is working out, so I'm going to give up on you. You know, death don't have to be a physical death. It could be a spiritual death. How often have people, uh, uh, faith have been assassinated, their character have been assassinated. You know, people say, I ain't going to kill you, but I'm going to kill the thing that you put to your hands to do. If God be for you, why are you losing your job? Why are you having health issues? Why your family messed up? Why your son and daughters are all running crazy? If God be for you, why is all these things against you? But wait a minute, wait a minute. These things are just going to happen, but God is still greater than any of these other things that I would ever face. You know, I think so much of Job. I'm thinking about the Bible now. I think about Job. Job was a, a righteous man, a man that was committed to prayer, that was committed to God. And committed to the things of God. But yet Job fell on hard times. Job lost some things. But he didn't lose his relationship with God. God, God, God. I lost some things along the way. I lost my job. I lost my family. I lost my self-respect. But don't let me lose you, God. God, let, hold on. let me hold on to you, God. Let me be a part of what you're doing. God, I need you to intervene in my life. And, you know, if we think about how good God has been, and I want you to think about it, and if you have a desire, you can just voice your opinion at numbers 310-982-4126. You know, our shows are, right now we're live, but our shows are archived. So you can reach out to me if you have a desire to, 
and, and let's come together. I'll pray for you. You pray for me. But if you want to talk to me offline at a different setting, that number is 214-505-6526. That's my personal number. You can reach out to me anytime you want. I'm Minister Lewis, Free on the Inside Ministries. That's freedom to allow you to be all you could be in Christ Jesus, not what the world wants you to be, not what your loved ones want you to be. We pray they want you to be a, a child of God. But sometimes we try to live up to other people's standards. All our lives as men and women, we've been told you need to be like somebody. You need to be like Aunt Mary. She was a pious woman. She was a good cook. She was a great dresser. She was a great friend. You need to be like Uncle John there. Uncle John, he always worked. Uncle John took care of his family. Uncle John didn't spend much money on nobody. Uh, on nothing but uh, but the family. Now you know we try to live our life that's, uh, that other people have set for us. And guess what? Now God is calling us to live a, a, a life that's pleasing to His Son. To live a life that reflects the image of God. To live a life that other men can see your light and being drawn to the Father. Let this little light shine that the whole world can see and be drawn to our heavenly Father. You're listening to Free on the Inside Ministry, a, a ministry to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be in Christ Jesus. I'm uh, Minister Joel Lewis, and we're on here each and every Saturday morning. We have a new time, which we've been doing this several months now, from 10 to 11. From 10 to 11, our previous time was from 8 to 9. And so we pray that you've been blessed by what you've but what you'd experience now. We encourage you to go back to our uh, 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 site here. Uh, let me put it here. Uh, we have a lot, very large archive. We pray that you go to our archive section on Blog Talk Radio, free on the inside. And we have a large archive section. We've been doing this for a number of years, so pull up some, some things that you hadn't listened, heard before. And, and see what God has been doing and see what God's going to do. And you'll be a part of what our, uh, of what our father's doing. You know, we have guests on here from uh, medical, from writers, from entertainers, from entrepreneurs. And guess what? We invite you to be a part of what we're doing now. It's been a while since we had any live guests because of the uh, the virus, Corona-19 virus, so we have not been able to get out and get the guests like we have been. But we come to continue this format with myself and Brother Daniel. And with you also, remember, God is able. You know, I'll bring Brother Daniel back on here in a minute. But I want you to think about this time here. We've been called a shelter in place in some instances. But I encourage you to be in the presence of the Lord. Shelter in place, but in the presence of the Lord. What would God have you to do at this season, at this time of your life? Because when this is over with, it's going to be over with. And then say, God, now I can see clearly now, God. My eyes have been open. My ears are open to the things that you want me to do. And you can step out boldly and do the things that your Heavenly Father have put to your hands to do. Brother Daniel. Hello. Sorry yes, about sir. Yes, sir. I'm running a little business right now. You know, that's another thing. You know, we all trying to, you know, deal with business, man. <laughs> you know, when things come up, I'm saying what I'm saying. Roll with the flow. Roll with the flow, brother. So, you know, what were we talking about just a while ago? No, no, I was just sharing with uh, uh, with uh, with our listening audience about how good God's been. I was sharing about them some things in the Bible. In spite of everything that's going on, God has still blessed his people in the midst of difficulties. And God shows himself mighty in the midst of difficulties and challenging times. Just like now, God is showing himself mighty by allowing people to start new things in their lives, starting new businesses, being creative, and just doing, using the technology that's available for us today. A lot of people start an internet program. A lot of people do a ministry on the internet. You have started a a, a radio pro, a program that comes on uh, throughout the week that you interview artists. And the name of your place is called Rick's Place, where you're interviewing upcoming and established musical uh, talented men and women. Tell us about that. Brother Daniel? Okay, Brother Daniel is on here, but Brother Daniel have a uh, program comes on 
on YouTube. He uh, entertain. Uh, he interview uh, artists, a uh, jazz musician, uh, uh, opera musician. I think that's who it is. Uh, he do, and just very talented men and women. And so we thank him for his gifting and his talent, Amen, for what he's doing. And as, and as I was thinking about how good God has been in our life here, that number again is 310-982-4126. And we have several people on the phone line here, and they say they just want to listen in. And that's great. That's great. And I was just thinking about how God has been good to his people in this here time here. And, you know, I recall how in the book of Ruth, how Ruth and Naomi was down in a place Wherever the famine in the land, amen. And uh, and, uh, and 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 they almost had to go back home because the famine was over with in Jerusalem. And she left and she went back and she uh, and she uh, and, uh, she begged her daughter-in-law's uh, Ruth and uh, and, uh, 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 and Ruth was one of them. I can't think of the other one. And asked them to, uh, hey, do you stay home. You can't go back with me. I have no more sons to offer. And Ruth told Naomi, it was Opal and Naomi. Yeah. It was Opal and Ruth, and and, and uh, mm-hmm. Naomi told Opal and Ruth to go back home. There's no place for you. But Ruth, but Ruth saw how 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 faithful and committed Naomi was, and she said, Hey, wherever you go, I go. Your God will be my God. Where you lay your head, I lay my head. Oh, that's a sign of, of yeah. being faithful and committed. I want you to know today, God is your God. Wherever you go. Wherever you lay your head, God will be there with you. I want you to mm-hmm. know that God will never put no more on you than you can bear. And God has prepared a place for you to go on this side of heaven that you could be comfortable and live that abundant life until he calls you home. Amen? God wants to live Amen. a blessed life. Yes, we got challenges and stuff along the way, but guess what? God is able. Now, Brother Daniel. Yeah. Tell us about the you program that you do on, on, on a weekly basis there at Reese Plays. Well, tell everybody listen to the audience, tune in and listen well, to Well, what you. I've been doing, Revolution, I just got a call from one uh, guy, a fellow musician I know by the name of Mr. Acock. Yeah, Acock, he was telling me and telling me that uh, basically I've been doing this and trying to help the careers of Anybody, you know, it can be a musician, it can be a minister, or actor, actor, songwriter, playwright. But what I'm doing is basically I'm showcasing, showcasing your career and I'm profiling and I'm giving you a chance right now to basically uh, show some of your likes, some of your dislikes, it's like a documentary, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when I first discovered YouTube, I found out that uh, there's a lot of documentaries and stuff that it goes back mostly about 60, 60 years. You know, the people did stuff a long time ago, just like we're doing an archive right now. This conversation that we're doing right now is being uh, taped and, and saved. Maybe one day somebody come back and say, well, look at those two old guys talking to each other on the phone. You know what I'm saying? They were talking about this. What? It was a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? What's a pandemic? Well, that's when the people sheltered in place because they were afraid to get out, to be around each other. Well, we don't have that problem right now because the medical science has just did away with a virus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be a thing of the past. A virus and sickness would be a thing of the past one day. You know what I'm saying? With God, yes, all yes. things are possible, Brother Lewis. You know what I'm saying? He gives the doctors knowledge. He gives them sense. And one day there won't be no more diseases. You know what I'm saying? There won't be no more viruses. Yeah, you know what okay, I'm saying, Brother Lewis? I'm talking about the Give us some of the artists that's on now, so our listening artists can be aware of it, and maybe they'll tune in to you. Uh, well, I got something with a brother. Uh, it's called Mr. Rick's Place. It's on YouTube. You can go on YouTube, and you can access some of my interviews I've been doing with some of the jazz greats. When we have talked to on, on uh, our show, uh, Mr. Uh, Don Diego, and I got one with the great saxophonist by the name of Keith Anderson. I got one on there by a lady up there in New York City called, uh, she's named uh, Miss Angelacia Rogers. 
I got one one with another with a, a guy uh, named Mr. Michael Henderson. And, you know, like I said, when you access YouTube, go to Mr. Rick's Place, and you can see this series of uh, interviews. I go mostly uh, 45 minutes, and I got one with you on now. Brother, Brother Lewis, I showcased you one day. You remember that? Amen. Yes, you did. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, you know what I'm saying? So if you, 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 you just punch up to Mr. Rick's place on YouTube, you see all my interviews. And so if you would like to me to profile you, and right now I am, I haven't, uh, I haven't charged anybody anything for right there right now. But I'm getting to uh, to a point now when the, it's it started. To me, uh, it's taking up a lot of my time because what I'm doing, I'm doing all the editing. I'm doing some of the, you know, I wrote a song a couple of days ago and I put it on one of my you know, videos, you know, a little piece I put in. So what I'm saying, and I might, I, I you know, God has told me to, I had to pray on it. Anything I do something, Rev. Lewis, I have to pray on I have to ask God, is it really right for me to do be doing this? And God told me that I'm using my talent and I'm using my skill, and maybe I should not, the, you know, not to kill the people, you know what I'm saying, not, not to rob them, you know what I'm saying, charge them a little bit, you know what I'm saying, for my professional or semi-professional talents that I got. I leave it like that, you know what I'm saying? Do you think that's All right, I'm doing this. So uh, uh, you don't you don't have a particular date then, right? You just got stuff on YouTube so they can listen to it at any at their convenience and at any opportunity they have. Well, any particular dates I want to, to to tell them about to listening to? No, you can take a choice. You can make a choice because it's about right now. I think I got about twenty of them on there right now, and you know I started this summer doing this. And you know, and a lot of people I know, and like you, and, and and basically, I just started with this Zoom account. One of the first things I have to have, you have to have in order you want to be put on there. You got to have a Zoom account because through this Zoom account, I'm using it as a recording device where I can basically talk to you and save our conversation, our interview. And later on, I go with the the with the site that I got with the uh, editing process. Uh, cut off certain things that well, I don't really want to be said and I don't want nobody else to know about. I can edit what we talk about while me and you are talking, you know? And then when I put it on the YouTube, the date is set up for a premiere. So you can invite all your friends, uh, invite all your your relatives, uh, your business people you want to know about you. You can, you can let it be seen that you are you had were documented for that day. Today I got a uh I got a uh interesting person that I'm talking to by the name of Mr. Randall Clay. And we'll be talking at one o'clock with him. He's the son of a the uh the late jazz great by the name of Mr. James Clay. He came from Dallas, Texas. And uh he uh he plays the, the he played the tenor saxophone and he was a like an innovator in jazz. And and for him to come from Dallas, he was um, he was kind of looked kind of, you know, down at time because you know, you know you know a lot about jazz, uh um Lewis, you know, you know that back in the day he played with Ray Charles. He was in the Ray Charles orchestra. He played with a uh, Lowell Folsom. You know, Ray Charles played with Lowell Folsom. He played with uh, Don Cherry, the uh, avant-garde jazz. You know, that avant-garde jazz, it's kind of it's hardcore like that. You know, it's, it's a lot of changes they play. They play a lot of free-form jazz. You know, he played with Don Cherry, uh, Dewey Redmond, Arnett Coleman. You ever heard of Arnett Coleman? Yes. He played a little white saxophone, you know. He played, he comes from Fort Worth, Texas. You know, there's a lot of jazz artists came from Fort Worth, man. 
and dollar for the air around this area, man. We had a we had a lot of you know guys back in the early fifties could play real good, man. But they could never seem to make it around here in Dallas. So what they did, they left. You know what I'm saying? They left. We yeah, yeah, that was a market. Hey, that's still not a market for that. So you have to take, and you know that's what things. And sometimes you're not being honored in your own home, so you have to go out somewhere to oh, get some recognition. Oh yeah, they had to go out. To your and, career you know, up. And so uh, that's a word for it's people. It's another guy, and his name is. You ever heard of David Fathead Newman? You know, Fathead yeah. played with uh, Ray Charles too. So him and James were basically they had to leave. They had to leave town. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fathead went to New York and made a big career up there in New York, man. Yeah. And, and you know, Brother Daniel, yeah, I was just thinking too. That's a word right there for people. If, if your talents, are this, it may not be honored or desired in the place that you are now. So do not quit doing what God put to your heart to do. Don't quit doing what you're very gifted at. Because your uh, mm-hmm. your gift make room for you at other places, other venues. And so we need to be very mindful of that because sometimes people just tell you, man, you're just spinning your wheel. But guess what? Someone else is taking note of that. You know, you just yeah. you're kind of like practicing in a place where you're not being appreciative at. So when you are being recognized, you'll know if it's real or not, and you won't be frustrated on, on one bad setting. You know, because sometimes mm-hmm. we have these, we have a bad outing, you know, like a baseball pitcher. You could be a great pitcher, but you got one one game that you know people knocking your ball all out the stadium. And you could be a great quarterback. Yeah, everybody have a bad game, Joey man. I mean, everybody just look at. You know, that's one reason why I talk about the Cowboys. You know, I'm a big football fan, Reverend Lewis. You know, and then I know that everybody's down on the Cowboys this year. But look at it, uh, 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 Jody man. Uh, we had a sickness. The people are coming up sick every week. You know, last week they played the Pittsburgh Steelers, and one of the two players on that team come up positive with the COVID-19. So now since the Cowboys now got a bye, they're quarantining their own selves for two weeks, you know, because they, they don't know who's going to come up sick. And, you know, and how can you really raise a gauge for something when there's too much going on right now. You know, that's what I was talking about at first, but nobody wants to stop doing what they're doing because they're worrying about money. You know what I'm saying? Everybody worried about making a living. You know, at, but at the same time, there's a there's a, there's a, a entity and there's an enemy we all fighting against. You know what I'm saying? The Satan works through these this disease. You know what I'm saying? He's working through this disease. Disease. He's making uh, things go bad. He's making, you know, he's making people want not want to go to church. Reverend Lewis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He made yeah. it hard all the way around. But we know we're making hard all the way around. Well, we'll use this wisdom too, Ricky. Uh, Ricky to make you know to uh, be successful in life. And I'm glad you shared your um, your pro- uh, your uh, 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 project. Where I listen, or and I was talking about being creative in such a time as this. Sometimes God have us in a place where we feel like our creativity is being stifled. But if you look around and if you search your heart and your soul and say, God, what would you have me to do? You could be creative. You know, we got people right there that's mm-hmm. writing books and they'll wrote books before. We got you that's running an internet program on YouTube that you've never done before, but look at you. You said, what, you got like 20? You done had like 20 yeah. interviews in a short period of time. And I get people to call right. me all yeah. during the day now and want me to do stuff, you know. Uh, one guy called me from there. He, uh, Mr. Daniel, I want you to do this for me, man. You know, I did. And I, you know, he told me and, and congratulated me and telling me how how good I am doing this. And I just chalk it all up for experience, uh, Rem Lewis, you know. And I also believe that uh, – then, you know, God tell me if I help my people, if I give people something, something shall be given back to me. And that's scriptural. If you yeah. give, it shall be given back to you. You know what I'm saying? Just like we go out and we help the people on the street. We help hungry people. We help people with nowhere to live. But we got people at higher places are struggling right now trying to make a living, and they don't know how they're going to make a living because they're also sheltered in place. Just because yeah. you're a successful person, and you can't work, your bill's going to go on, too. Yeah. You know? And that is so true. Your bill's getting so held on, too. You can't pay your rent, you know? Yeah. So my head goes out to you for what you are doing and, 
And uh, I'm one of your biggest fans, okay? And so just keep okay, doing what you're doing. You, do it for the Lord. You know, and our show says being informed, being encouraged, and being challenged. You know, life brings about a lot of information, but we have to be able to work through the negative and the positive information. We have to be uh, informed and, and encouraged. You know, sometimes, bro, you got to encourage yourself. When life beats you down, you got to encourage yourself. And then being challenged. That's one of the things you know, I did. When I first when I first got out of school and I went back to school, I asked God, man, what do you got for me to do right now? What do you want me to do with this skill and this talent that you got that you gave me? Because basically I didn't want to go back into school and be a teacher because I started noticing, you know, he put me to try to enrich the minds but the kids' mind, they don't want to listen right now, you know. So what do you want me to do right now? And and at the same time, there's all different ventures, ventures you can get involved in in order to teach, not only in school, you know, the public school system, you know, that's what's, what's, what's going on. You know, it's a lot of problems they're having right now in the school system. You know, we were talking about how they, they came let the kids come to school. They're keeping them at home. Uh, I see a lot of kids right now suffering because, you know, we all want to be teachers and athletes, but we don't have that, that avenue to be seen. Especially being an athlete, you know, you got to play a game for you to people to see you. They rate you. They can rate you, and they can get you, give you a scholarship, you know. But if you can't play a football game, how are you going to be seen? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. Yeah, these parents are getting kind of friends. That kid's not gonna get a chance to get a second chance in life. You know, I put it like that. We all get second chance in life. My kid's gonna be an excellent baseball pitcher, but he can't he can't pitch a baseball game because y'all don't want me to come out here and watch him pitch. He got to work. He got to work too, just like a musician got to work. A baseball pitcher got to work in the game. He got he got uh, a football player got to play, a basketball player got to play. You know, and, and, and it's just it's just a serious task we're involved in right now, Reverend Lewis. You know, and I just I just hope that we all can basically just just come up out of this and just live through this, and we can just like I'm saying, one day we all sit back, man. We we made it, man. We made it, man. Lewis, to help yeah, us yeah, out. we would. Uh, we will. We'll look back over this thing we like this. Uh, and then this all will be a faded memory, but you need to be creative during this here time of just being in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Shelter in place for yeah. the presence of the Lord. Rick asked, the children mm-hmm. of Israel will call upon the Passover to shelter in place, and the, and God is going to come by, and, and the death angel is going to follow, and, and you need to be in place. You know, right today, we facing a life and death situation, not so much as a, a physical death, but a spiritual death. The, we have a, death. Satan is trying to kill our creativity. He's trying to kill our mindset to do the right thing. He's trying to kill our perspective on the future. But glory be to God that he's a restorer. And God is going to restore us and take us out of this situation that we're in today. But we have to have a made-up mind that we want out. Some people have gave up on life. Some people say, I'm going to live like it's 1999. <laughs> Some people say, I'm going to live like it's <laughs> I'm going to live like it's 1999. Hey, you know yeah. another thing, Revolution. You know, I've been looking at it. I know it's one guy got shot the other day, the young man going around killing each other and stuff. And, and, and it's not supposed to be like that, man. It ain't nothing that's worse than like getting mad at a person and take another person's life because he said something about you. Now, and that's why you see what's with even with this Trump uh, regime that we had. Everybody's mad. Everybody's getting mad. They want to lash out. I look at these talk shows where people basically talking to each other, and they basically almost ready to kill each other because they cannot agree, agree in a debate. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we got to get out of here, man. We got to get mad at you, but I'm going to take him out because he said something about me. We got to so, put it on your heart or your sleeve. We got to pick this up next week, man. God love you. I love you. 
Keep doing what you're doing for the Lord, okay? Thank you, listening audience, for being a part of what we're doing here. We had an open format today. We pray that something was said to what, what our conversation to allow you to uh, get a right, a right perspective on life. Great Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name that's above every name, in the name that there's liberty, there's power, there's an assurance. In your name, dear Lord, that's our fullness of our head. Special Lord, our God, we thank you for what we were allowed to do today with Brother Daniel, with myself and our listening audience, dear Lord, how we too were able to share how good you've been to us. And we reflect on, on this here event in our life. If we come up on Thanksgiving, dear Lord, we have a reason we have a right to be thankful. But what, most of all, we thankful for what you have done. We're thankful for what you have done. We thank you for what you will do in our life. Not so much as silver and gold, but just having a peace and a calmness that surpasses understanding. Dear Lord, what are you doing right now? Today. Let his uh-huh. listen audience uh, uh, be excited about what's going on and let them He's say, like you need $300. Listen to this. We pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You listen to Free on the Inside Ministry to another great episode. Thank you very much. Looking forward to being with you again. It's Lord permitted. It's next Saturday morning at the uh, at the time this set here from 10 to 11. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Until we meet again, be a blessing to someone. Let someone bless you also. In the name of Jesus, amen.